Hello and welcome to the Infertility Podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Candice. Grab a biscuit because we've got the tea on all things infertility. If you'd like to stay up to date with our story, follow me on Instagram at Operation Baby Bump. And subscribe to my YouTube channel, Operation Baby Bump. To get connected with others going through infertility, you can join the forums on theinfertility.com. This is a community resource created for infertiles by infertiles. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please rate us and leave us a cheeky little review. Hi guys, welcome to episode... 12. 12. Episode 12. I always have to like hesitate and look. That means we've been going for three months. Yeah, and then we had a week off. Three months and one week. Yeah. Don't you just... Doesn't it annoy you when dates are off by a week? That always annoys me. You <laughs> what? know? Yeah. What just, do you mean? Just in general, you know? Like, you're like, oh, that's, you know... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you when know? you think it's like one week, but then it's it's a back a week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that was seven weeks ago. When no, you're like, it's oh, it's Monday. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's last Tuesday. Monday. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly like that. Man, dates, 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 dates. Dates, dates, dates. Dates for days. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Somebody just... <laughs> Someone's fast-forwarding through this right now. Just... <laughs> yeah, 30-second skip. Yeah, they're like, gosh, get to the point. <laughs> There's only so many times I can listen to your dulcet tones, Daniel. <laughs> And my voice, too, is really annoying. Someone's in their car going, yep, there's actually this radio station that I listen to, and I love uh-huh. everybody on there, but there's this one girl. Ooh. I cannot stand her, and she just ruins it for me, and so why, I spend... Why, though? What is it? She's dumb. Okay. Um, and, and again, I'm sure there's people sitting out there yeah, going, you're like, dumb. Um, you are dumb. <laughs> well, if I'm so dumb, why are you listening why to me listening, then? Why are you listening, huh? Um, What's up? But she doesn't contribute anything of value. And yeah. anytime she says something, there's four of them, by the way, including her um, radio personalities. And anytime she speaks, she's always like turning it back on herself. So if yeah. they're... Like, people write in, and it's called Love Letters to Kelly, and people will write in, oh, dear Kelly, you're the love expert, and then yeah. they'll, like, ask her a question or tell her their situation, mm-hmm. and Kelly will tell them basically what to do. And Jenna is over there always going, well, see, what I would do is da-da-da. I'm like, nobody cares what you would do. They're Listen not writing up. you. No one cares. Yeah, so sorry to get off on that tangent. What but is the name of the show? Kid Craddock in the Morning. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but if anybody's out there and they can't stand the sound of my voice and they think I'm dumb, I understand. Yeah. Because I struggle with this too. But make sure you tell us because we can use uh, voice disguising <laughs> apps. We moved. I know we mentioned this in our yes. last podcast. And by the way, you know what we did not mention in our last podcast? What? What this episode was going to be about. Oh, we didn't? No. What is it about? Male factor infertility. But we did not uh, mention that. I'm sorry, guys. It was a mystery this whole time. Yeah. And now you know. <laughs> You've been on the edge of <laughs> your seats. But in the last podcast, we mentioned that we moved. Yep. 
and we did. We moved. It's not something that we like doing. However. We don't like moving. No, but this has been an incredible move for us. Like, I yeah. love it. I love it here. Well, the reason we moved is because our apartment that we were living in was really supposed to be for like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was applying to graduate school um, in my senior year of college. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. And then... So our rent was pretty high, but we were like, you know what? It's only, it's a, only year. a year. It'll be fine. It's really nice. It's in a great area. So it was kind of like we were living swanky for we were basically just a year. Millionaires. Anyhow, that year turned into two years because we were going through IVF in my senior year of college. And it was extremely overwhelming yep. um, to even think about applying to grad school at that time. Mm-hmm. So that kind of delayed us moving, and so we stayed for another year. Fast forward to this year, um, I applied to grad school last fall, and I did not get accepted anywhere. So that would have meant we were staying there yet another year. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that we wanted to do. Um, Two two years we were there. Yeah, we were there for two years. So we, we were just paying a lot. You know, we've got a lot of IVF debt. And we want to get that paid off. And yeah. moving here, we're in a townhome. We have a nice little yard for the dogs. It's in a great area still. Great area, yeah. Um, it's actually very close to where our apartment was. Like but seven minutes. Yeah, this is a much better situation. And we'll be able to get our debt paid off quicker. Yep. So we feel like the hassle of the move, that sacrifice, was going to be worth it in the end. One, one week of... Yeah. Being uncomfortable, not knowing your surroundings, lifting things that are too heavy for humans to lift. Yeah. Um, it was well worth it. Yeah. I hired someone on Facebook to help Daniel. What a guy, though. What a nice guy. Yeah, they're best friends now. Yeah, so. no, seriously. Shout out to Joe. <laughs> He's not going to listen to this, but shout no, out to he Joe. he doesn't, though. Have you talked to Joe since then? I've not. I'm Aww. not very good at being a friend. Did he ghost you? <laughs> I ghosted him. Oh, yeah, that's messed yeah, yeah. up. No, that's not true. We've just not reached out. Men don't do that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. We don't, you know, like, oh, thanks for helping me move. Here's $350. Yeah. Let's be best friends. It just doesn't <laughs> work like that, you know? We have nothing in common. Absolutely nothing. Nice guy, though. You're both guys. That is 100% correct. Speaking of guys, Go today's episode is all about the guys. You know, in this series, we've been talking about major causes of infertility, and we've really highlighted a lot of factors that women have, mm-hmm. but it takes two to tango. It does. So let's talk about the guys, because let's. the guys have issues too sometimes. It's true. So male factor infertility actually accounts for 40 to 50% of all infertility cases. Is that high? Yeah. And I didn't realize that, but it's much more common than you think. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times I see when there's male factor infertility, there's also a female factor Mm -hmm. involved. So it's kind of a double whammy. Yeah. So I just want to talk about, um, I'm going to run down a list of some male infertility factors. Okay. So you have genetics. There could be genetic defects on the male side. 
Um, what does that mean exactly? What's a genetic defect? On so the they side? could be like when we talked to Ashley a few episodes ago about her DOR, she also had diminished ovarian reserve. Correct. Thanks. Good job. Am I being tested? Gold star. Thanks. She, her husband also was a carrier for Fragile X. So. Sorry, Fragile X? Yes. Fragile is that one of the X-Men? X. No. Okay. It is not. What is that? But thank you for asking. Yeah, what is it then? Fragile X is a mutation in the FMR1 gene, which causes Fragile X syndrome. Oh, wow. And it's associated with developmental delays. Their face can be elongated, have bigger ears. So the genetics could be an issue Mm -hmm. if you are a carrier for something. That would be, it would be of interest to a particular couple to do IVF mm-hmm. and, you know... PGA, PGS test. Yeah, exactly. And I hate to say, you know, playing God, but if there's something that's really concerning, yeah, anybody would want to shield their child from developmental disabilities. Yeah. So, for example, Down syndrome. Yeah, women with Down syndrome can have children. Right. Men struggle to right. have children. They usually cannot have kids. No. So that would be a, a male factor in fertility. Yes. If a Down syndrome couple yep. wanted to have a child, they would probably have to do something else. Maybe a sperm donor Yeah. or something. I, I mean, IVF could potentially work. That's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Genetic defects in males can be assessed by blood work, oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually when you do IVF... They do a karyotype right away. They're looking for genetic defects. And I don't know how thorough it is, but they do it as kind of a preliminary thing. They did it with us, and we didn't have anything that was too concerning. I know it's out there, and I know um, a couple of the people that I follow on Instagram have genetic um, issues that they have to account for and PGS test for. Also, in male factor infertility, there are structural abnormalities. So blockages in the tubes um, could occur. It could be a birth defect or as a result of an illness, an infection, or an injury. Mm-hmm. That's why it's... A kick in the bollocks. That's that will right, do it, yeah. right? A that's kick why in the you should cover your beans and your bits all the time. <laughs> yeah, when you're playing soccer and you're in the wall and someone's about to take a free kick, right. cover them beans, yeah. cover them up. Exactly. No one likes a ball to the bollocks. Right. Um, Varicocele, mm-hmm. I believe that's how it's pronounced. That's, that's when there's swelling in the veins and the testicles are not able to drain. The exact reason is not really known, but it may be related to abnormal testicular temperature regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're too warm, not warm enough... Um, also, it reduces the quality of the sperm and can be painful. I mean, swelling in the veins, probably. That sounds really painful. The balls Tell are Tell us always, about the balls. Yeah, the balls are always just a high-risk area. Yeah. Like, the slightest miscalculation can cause ball trauma. <laughs> sitting like, wrong? Sitting wrong, wearing jeans too tight. So, treating the varicocele can improve sperm numbers and function which is good. Um, and it may potentially improve the outcomes when using like IVF. Yep. Um, so that's good to know that there are treatments for that. 
Yeah. So blockages of the tubes are not a death sentence for men and their sperm can be helped. Also, there are sperm disorders. Um, sperm production might be inhibited in some way. Mm -hmm. There could be deficits in the motility or the morphology. As we know, they're looking for those things um, in semen analyses. They're looking for the movement and the structure of the sperm. So those things are important. Do they have a tail? Um, how do they move? Are they fast? Are they slow? Is that motility, right? Yeah. But also the tail is important too. Yeah. It's not just movement that's important. It's the structure as well. So they actually look at how the sperm is moving, right? So yeah. they want to make sure that it's not doing irregular yeah, like swimming in circles. Swimming in that circles. That would do nothing for anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it blows my mind that we're this far advanced that we can kind of make those calls. We can see something as tiny as that and say, yeah, that's that's not a good one. Yeah, he's not a keeper. He's not. We're going to let him continue to swim in circles <laughs> until he passes Poor out. Poor guy. <laughs> until he passes out. Just sleep tight, buddy. <laughs> R.I.P. Sperm. Yeah. Rip. Um, also, spurnate. Sperm? <laughs> this also, is the Italian version. <laughs> also, sperm DNA fragmentation is an issue. Now, this to me is a bit of a, I don't want to say secret, but I feel like when they're testing, when they're doing sperm analyses, they're looking for the obvious items. They do not test sperm DNA fragmentation. That is a separate test. So is that not part of PGS? Oh, well, no, because that's an embryo, so isn't it? So yeah. usually if there's a sperm DNA fragmentation issue, the embryos won't make it past day three. And if they arrest around day three, you would never really know if it was an egg issue or a sperm issue. But if people have done multiple rounds of IVF and the woman has great eggs and, you know, they're healthy, mature good quality and then all of her embryos are arresting at day three I think this has happened to someone that I know um, they figured it out that it was sperm DNA fragmentation mm -hmm. and yeah. while the morphology and the um, movement was good the DNA was fragmented mm -hmm. in the sperm yeah um, and that's not that's not a routine test that they do so sounds expensive I don't want to say it's a secret but I will say it's not something that's often caught yeah. right away. Mm -hmm. I think it takes a couple of rounds to go through to start seeing that pattern, um, which is unfortunate. I wish it was um, I think that's like one of my big issues with the entire um, reproductive practice. Like, why aren't we testing everything at the first step? I know. And I, I think that too. And you know, the, the thing about being so engaged in the infertility community is I've learned so much. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes they, they only see what they see. And so if they don't see things in their practice, they aren't looking for it. Mm -hmm. For instance, <laughs> our clinic, <laughs> yeah. who they just, that's not what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. um, they're used to getting people in there pregnant and sticking them out the back door like a yeah. factory and when they have someone that is tripping them up they're not looking for things like endometriosis no. No. because they don't see it all the time um 
which, you know, I don't want to harp on about it, guys, but I'll probably mention this in every single episode for the rest of my life about endometriosis. 100%. Any person I ever meet that's having trouble conceiving, the first thing I'll say is, any endometriosis? Right. I, I just feel like, for us especially, you can't have, what is it, grade two? Is that what they call it? Stage two. Stage two. Mm-hmm. Endometriosis. And you can't assume that that is not having an impact on our fertility. Especially when you see how bad it was and how yeah. covered you were in it. It just, it blows my mind. Yeah. We're trying to plant seeds and expect flowers to grow from sand. That's not going to work. Yeah. And, and at the time, my doctor was like, you know, even if you had it, Mm-hmm. removing it isn't really the answer but guys that endometrial tissue produces estrogen mm-hmm. and when you're manipulating estrogen i'm getting off on a tangent i'm sorry That's but important. that disease was on my ovaries that disease was on my fallopian tubes anus that disease was on my uterus yeah so that diseased tissue on my reproductive organs how explain much blood, how yeah how much blood was being pushed also it. it was it was a huge factor in my thin lining mm-hmm. i had a thin lining um my lining could never thicken up and that was because estrogen wasn't feeding my lining it was feeding the endometriosis yeah. 100%. Okay, we're off on a tangent now, so let's get back on track. I'm Just sorry for that. Just one last thing, please get checked for endometriosis. <laughs> if you have unexplained, and I'm using air quotes, yeah. endometriosis, get it checked. Just just try it. Maybe it's not. But just try it. But m- just explore it, please. Please. Okay, let's get back on track. Let's get back to the sperm disorders. Let's. So, um, oligozoospermia. Please say that again. Oligozoospermia. Please use it in a sentence. Oligozoospermia is low sperm count, less than 15 million sperm. Interesting. So that could be a factor. Yep. Azoospermia is the absence of sperm in the seminal fluid. So there could be no sperm at all. You could have semen, but no sperm in there. Wow. So how could that happen? I don't know. But maybe maybe that's a birth defect. Yeah. That to me sounds probably like it's a birth defect. 100%. If you don't produce yeah. any at all. So that would be an issue. Also, I really hate this word, but I've got to say it. Um, there are ejaculation disorders that prevent sperm from getting to the female for conception. So this goes back to how things are operating down there. What, give me an example of an ejaculation disorder. It's not shooting. Out. Right. It's not coming out. So it just so like... it can't get to the egg to the places beyond where it's supposed to so would hanging upside down help i don't think so okay just trying to keep this as because i think they're you know and this is let's come on this is a graphic discussion there has to be like a certain velocity for the sperm like a terminal to get through what (laughs) sorry what is wrong with you okay do velocity again there has to be a certain velocity for the sperm to get in because it has to go through the vagina, through the cervix, and into the uterus. So if you can't get it out there fast, yeah. then that is a problem. 
Probably not if you're doing IVF. Yeah, no, not um, at all. Obviously, because they're doing it a different way. Well, they put it in the Petri and then they just shake it, don't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. In the Petri dish they just and shake they it. just shake it up. Exactly. That's yep. exactly how That's it's That's how done. it is on Lifetime movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, also in male factor, there could be immunolo- immunologic disorders. Immunologic. Immunologic disorders. So endocrine disorders, you know, your endocrine system could be disrupted by your endocrine system. Yeah, what is the endocrine system? Is that a system? That's your reproduct- where your reproductive system oh, lives in your I body. I thought we were talking about a new system in Star Wars. No, no, the, no, the no, no, no. System. So, okay. you know, we're going to talk about next week about toxic chemicals Ooh. that disrupt the endocrine system. So if you have an endocrine disorder then your body is not producing testosterone like it's supposed to and estrogen like it's supposed to and all of that, male or female. Well, that's interesting. Also, there could be anti-sperm antibodies. Like? What like? So anti-sperm antibodies are like immune system cells that mistakenly identify sperm as like a harmful invader. So they eliminate them. So if you're producing... Sper- anti-sperm antibodies that's a big problem because your body is killing your own sperm like spermicide internal exactly and some men might want that if they're dude players yeah if you a player if you a player player and you just want to jump around bed yeah. to bed <laughs> and you're like ain't wearing no latex <laughs> and then all of a sudden just you're living the dream at that point yeah yeah i guess um that doesn't sound good to me, but no, no, it sounds terrible. look to each their own. Um, so yeah, that's a problem if you're trying to get your wife pregnant. Big problem. Um, women can also have that. Um, I remember when Dr. Braverman was talking about our immunology results, he told us that I do not produce any antibodies against your yeah. DNA, which is great. That was a big deal as well because we were yes. kind of worried about that. Yeah, that... That is something to me that's always been in the back of my mind. That what if... We're just not compatible. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So that was a worry of mine, but it was not an issue, which is good. Also in male factor, drugs and alcohol and cigarettes. And I live on those things. (laughs) You know, let's not talk about all the people that get pregnant at parties who are drunk and high. Yep. This is a, a factor. Um, cigarettes are sperm killers. Alcohol is not good for the sperm. Nope. Or the eggs. Those things become a factor when they're connected to one of the other things is what I would say. Because we see like consistently people who aren't prepared to have children and are doing those things, abusive things, have kids. Of course. Yeah. I always think that smoking, alcohol and, uh, you, you know, drugs. They're always connected to other things. And it sucks because they're not the ones having the problems. No, no. It's normal people like us who don't whoa, whoa, do whoa, those whoa, things whoa. in the... You can't say normal. <laughs> We're normal. No. We we are normal. You are normal. <laughs> no. I am abnormal. Well, we're both a little weird. Very weird. But I will say that... It's people like us who are sitting around spending our money mm-hmm. um, trying to have a baby when we don't drink or smoke or do any of that in the first place. I have a confession. I had a glass of wine last night. Wow. 
and this is not gonna like, work out three or, three or four days earlier uh, i had another glass of wine so i've had two glasses of wine in about years wow <laughs> but i'm done now i've had that stage <laughs> you know also and this is lastly um environmental factors what like so we're gonna really get into this next Next week week, okay but i want to say a couple of things about it because if you work with chemicals um you live in a heavily polluted area lack of access to health care um poor hygiene things like that so not washing yourself correctly correct um, that could, that could be a cause. Make sure you wash your bollocks. Let's get back to environmental factors. Um, yeah. So, you know, hurricanes, a- hurricanes could be a cause <laughs> for infertility. If you're scared, it's very difficult to get an erection <laughs> during a hurricane. Is that what you're talking about when you say environmental? Could be. Yes. That, that's a good interpretation. Yeah. If that is your perception yeah. of environmental Lack of factors. air conditioning. Also, I will say that um, other countries that do not have um, as good of access to health care mm-hmm. have higher infertility rates. Um, that could also go back to SES and... What is SES? Socioeconomic status. Okay, thank you. Um, Please don't use acronyms when I'm not prepared. Access to bathing. Oh, Things like that. Hygiene. So, um, environment, I'm really talking about chemicals, exposure, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. Yep. And we'll go way off on a tangent next week about that. And that will be wrapping up our Major Causes of Infertility series. Yes, we are going to go off on a tangent next week about chemicals toxins, products you're using, and the like. All of that stuff. That wraps up our discussion about male factor infertility. Yep. Those are just the main points that I researched and found about male factor. It seems to me that male factor infertility, there's a lot of hope out there. Yeah. Um, so if there are block two blockages, if there are genetic things, um, we've come so far in research and in technology that we can really correct a lot of those issues, which is good. Yeah, I think for men, the issues always seem to be, yeah, let's just fix this doing this. Whereas you never hear a man have un- unexplained infertility, right? It's always the woman that that's pinned to. Yeah. Which is so strange to me. Yeah, and I think it is easier to, I think it is easier to identify male factor infertility Mm -hmm. because things are pretty. I I don't want to say mechanical. With with but we're we're not the person who carries the child. Right. So your chemistry has to be right once. Mm -hmm. Literally once. Just once. And when we're talking about sperm DNA fragmentation and poor sperm quality. Those are issues that can be fixed. And with sperm, poor sperm quality, supplements are huge. Um, she doesn't mean in size. They're not suppositories. <laughs> Actually, they are big. Are they really? All the, all the supplements that I was taking were like big. palm size. Yeah, they were really big. 
But, you know, those things, changing the diet, eating really clean, Mm -hmm. um, staying away from chemicals, things like that. It's basically a lifestyle change. Yeah, keeping your cell phone away from your junk. Right. Don't put your cell phone in your pocket. Keep your laptops off of your lap. Things like that. Which then just makes them tops. Yeah. Because they're no longer laptops. (laughs) They're not penis tops. They're not penis tops. They're laptops. (laughs) I like to use them as chest tops. (laughs) Um, So you can really overcome a lot of those obstacles. And you're right. I think it's, it's less likely for a male to have, well, we just can't figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and actually I think unexplained infertility, they, they apply to the couple really. Yeah. But it's, it's always, I always feel like whenever we're in a meeting, yeah, it's always like, like looking on at me. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, going well, well, it is, it's not him as far as we know. Let's just focus on the woman. Yeah. And I will say like your semen analyses, we've had several of them done mm-hmm. and they vary. Like yeah. the results vary in integrity um you've always had good sperm count but i will say that you know depending on what you've been eating for the past three to five what months I've been doing, if I've what do you what you've been doing working out yeah there, there's yeah. definitely peaks and troughs as to exactly how it is versus so it how can be improved and it can be diminished and then improved again yeah um so there are a lot of things yeah. there yeah. to um think about I guess that kind of about wraps us up. Yeah, it does. And remember, if you don't want kids, wrap it up. <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, I really enjoyed the episode where we had questions. So feel free to reach yeah, out to Candice with any fun. questions, uh, any advice. We are not medical professionals, but by God, do we know what we've seen. And we yeah. can help uh, and we can encourage you. Uh, believe me, this journey always feels like there is a tunnel without any light at the end. Everyone has light at the end. It's just getting there. So um, ask questions uh, and we will do our best to help. Yes. And sorry about the sirens in the background. Yeah. So feel free to ask us questions. Um, slide into my DMs or you can... Slide into your DMs. Yeah, slide into my DMs or you can um, email us at thevanwades at gmail.com. And slide into my inbox that way. Slide on in. Yeah. Permission granted. Next time on the Infertility Podcast. Toxic chemicals. Toxic. Toxic. Oh, that song. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? That was a great song. All right, we're going to go now. Sing the, uh, sing it. No. All right, we're going now. <laughs> That's a good song. Thanks for listening. I'm Daniel. And I'm Candace. No, no. No, I. The taste of a man's man of girl. <laughs> <laughs>